Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 623, titled The Dark Side of Game Pass. This is a show about gaming, Xbox, anything else we want to talk about. Um, maybe today we'll talk about scented candles, um, motor oil, and uh, washing machines. We'll see. We'll see if we get to that, if we have time. But, real quick, to let you know, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. And if you're wondering whose opinions I'm talking about, one of those opinions is mine. I'm Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live, and I've got my good buddy, Mark. Hey, everybody, also known as Wingman709 on this on Xbox Live. And, uh, or, or the Xbox network, yeah, I guess is, isn't that what we're supposed to call it now? I don't know. <laughs> it, it'll always be Xbox live to me. I know. We're the Sears tower. Um, yep. And world music theater. Remember that thing from Chicago? Back oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. That is something else. It's like, it's fourth name now, <laughs> whatever. Um, and, uh, just so everybody knows, Brun is on assignment again at Gamescom 2019. <laughs> he had so much fun last time he went back. Yeah. All right. So real quick uh, to let everybody know, the Game Pass Game of the Month for September 2021 is Psychonauts 2. Oh, I think I forgot to put that in the group last week. Okay. I better do that right now. We'll, and- we'll, have, we'll have it there now. Yep. So, uh, just in case you forgot, uh, we're choosing one game out of Game Pass, usually a newer game, you know, came out within last week or two or three, something like that. And, uh, you know, we give everybody a month to try it out, see what they think of it. You know, probably a lot of folks finish it. You know, a month is a lot of time. And uh, we have a post available on the Facebook group where you can, you know, drop in comments. And alternatively, you can uh, send us an email at contact at this Xbox Life to let us know what you think of it. You can send us an MP3 recording of yourself telling us what you think about it or use our voicemail link uh, on our website, thisxboxlife.com. Uh, and if you send a, an audio file, we will play it online at the end of the month. So last week, or last uh, month, for August, we had the Ascent, and now we've moved on to Psychonauts too, which I hear is uh, pretty darn good. I have not had a chance to try yet, but uh, it's getting the rave reviews. So, uh, all right, let's move on to what we've been playing. I'll go first, real quick, since uh, my list is fairly small, <laughs> as <laughs> usual. Uh, I did play a little bit of Hades. I've been really um, interested in this game. I've heard so many good things for so long about this game that uh, I fired it up and I decided, I'm like, you know what? Because I, I think Brown was talking about how he was playing it on PC. I'm like, let me just load it on my computer real quick and, and just see, you know, what the game's all about. And, you know, I've heard so much good stuff about the story. It's interesting and, you know, how you play the game and what you die and you go back to, I don't know what you would call it home base or that's Hades. Maybe, I don't know. 
but you know, uh yeah and you go over there and you know there's an interesting storyline and everything like that and i can say one thing playing it with keyboard and mouse really sucks uh, <laughs> i do not like that at all so i'm either switching to uh console because it is on console right or no oh yeah that yep. yeah yeah i'll either switch over to the xbox to play it or uh i'll throw on a controller onto my pc because yeah the, the whole mouse thing just sucks because you know you're fighting so you use the arrow keys or wasd right to move around and it's one of those games where it's like diagonal movement so you're always like going like wd diagonal you know you can't yeah. really just go right but uh well actually you could go right but you really want to go like diagonal to move right. down the corridors and all that stuff but what you do is use the mouse to basically attack in certain directions and i always lose track of the mouse you know because there's so much going on and you're clicking <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's you know you're clicking and then he's like backwards right he's the monsters to the right and then you know the mouse is to the left of your character and you're hitting nothing a big nothing. so uh i figure it'll be a lot easier in like you know twin stick mode with a controller but uh so i i got that in a pretty cool game uh definitely need to spend some more time with it hopefully this weekend and then uh a new to me uh mobile game came out which uh, really caught my attention, and it's called um, BeatStar. That's B-E-A-T-S-T-A-R. And if you like any of those music games, you know, think Rock Band, Guitar Hero, anything like that, you'll you'll probably like this game. Or what, what was that one on mobile? Citus, I think it was, was C-Y-T-U-S. It was really popular for a long time, but. Uh, it's really meant to be played on mobile platforms. Uh, it's, you know, got some really cool songs, a lot of different genres. And, um, you know, it's your typical game, you know, where you play, you know, you play the music, you know, rhythm, tapping game, whatever you want to call it. You play that and then you, uh, as you progress, you get stars and you get these like points which help open up these uh, suitcases which give you more songs and um, you know, it can be considered, you know, your typical mobile game, you know, where they want you to spend money to advance, but you could play it without dropping money. I think the, the only thing that kind of stinks is that, so you have three slots where you, you can, um, you know, open your suitcases Right. You know, because so first you have to unlock them and wait like three hours, five hours, whatever it is. And then once they're unlocked, you can open them, but you have three slots. And the game right now, like, stonewalls you if all your slots are full. So that, that kind of stinks a little bit. I guess this is a recent change and people are complaining about it. But, uh, yeah, the sound on the game is great. It's got a great music selection. Um, yeah, check it out. Uh, it's called Beat Star. That's one word. And uh, it's pretty cool. And that's all I've got. How about you, Mark? So I kind of blew it again. I keep forgetting we have a, a 
uh, music for this section, and I changed it this week. Instead of like the boss fight, we're going to just stick with. Do it up. Because I like that better. Sure. <laughs> so uh, I did get gaming in this week. Um, I My daughter and I did complete Halo 2. Um, we are three missions away from completing Halo 3. And uh, we will probably finish Halo 3 tomorrow. And then I think I got to look at the, the Halo release order. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it's... Um, what do you call it? Um, not ODST. I'm hoping it's Reach. Uh, it come. I hope Reach comes next. Oh no, it is ODST is next. So yeah, so we we're we're uh, finishing three. Then we'll go into uh, ODST, which is the one I really didn't care for. But playing with my daughter, it'll probably be fun. Um, and then we get to, after that. Then it'll be Halo Reach, which was my favorite. Um, and we'll play Halo 4. And then we'll play uh, uh, Halo 5. So uh, we're working our way through it. And we're both having fun with that. Um, also, I did play I did play some Hades. Um, I found... So I remember I was telling you, like, this game is not generous with achievements. In fact... I mm-hmm. probably I got a lot of time in it, got no no achievements. So I actually looked it up. If you pet Cerberus, which is like the three headed dragon next to yeah. your dad, mm-hmm. pet him ten times, you get an achievement. So I did ten that. times in a row, or I or think ten it's, it's total. probably ten okay. times total. I just went up there and pet him ten times, yep. and then I got it. And then not more times then. Yeah, no, that was it. Um, and then you go into fight. You know, you're always fighting Skelly. Scully or Skelly, the skeleton guy that you fight, your little trainer dude, that says, "Hey, boyo, um, you kill him fifteen times." There's an achievement for that, so I did that too. I just kept killing him until it popped. <laughs> so I have now I have two achievements in this game, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but I did play a little bit more of that, and um, uh, it's still still a good game. I got so close. I think I got really close to get to getting out of the first area. Um, I believe that I keep running into this person named Meg. It and she just kicks my butt. But one time Meg from I, Family oh, Guy? No. Okay. No. It's it's one of keep, the keep going. Greek, keep going. Greek God things. Come on. Um and uh I was so close to defeating her and then I died. I was like, Oh man. Um, she's definitely one of the boss characters. And I don't know if that, like if I beat her, do I escape the first area or not? But um, I'm still enjoying the game. It's, it really is Mm -hmm. fun. Um, It's very, it's very different for me, but um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, played, um, of course back, I'm back on my gems of war kick. Um, I also tried out something new this week, uh, quake, <laughs> Ooh, <yeah. laughs> which, which is not new, but, oh man, that thing. So I launched this thing and it, it it's man. It just, to, if you like, if you're new, like you, you got your, your kids are new to video games. 
man, you put them into this and they're just like, what is this? This is garbage. Yeah, I know. And it's just like it, you move real fast. It's real. There's like, not really like fine tuning. I can't, I'm having a hard time with like fine tuning my, my crosshairs. The game just moves real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and the visuals are just, woo, they're old, but, um, it was kind of fun to run through and play a little quake. Um, and that uh, game so was I, awesome back in the day. I mean, it was like groundbreaking and beautiful <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> it's so far from that now, but it's, it's neat that I can still, I can just hit a button and boom, that thing's up and running. Um, it's really neat actually, I think. But I did play a little bit of that. It's in, it's in Game Pass, so if you want to get nostalgia and you know get some achievements, uh, their Quakes got them. Um, also, I I uh, so I know I've talked about Man Eater in the past, and I just mm-hmm. loved that game. It's oh yeah to me, it's like the shark version of GTA, right? It's it's like GTA, but you're a shark. So some DLC came out for that this week, and it's called um truth quest and uh so you continue where you left off but you can um upgrade to uh, they upgraded the the level cap up to 40 so you can go from 30 to 40 um you get new um evolutions so uh and it's it's this whole new storyline basically where they think that there's a um they find this secret military base off port clovis and uh so the the guy the trip westhaven you know he's the narrator of the game he he thinks that he i guess he descends into madness after discovering the base um so you go to see what's really going on uh to see if you know if there's a government conspiracy or if trips just gone crazy or whatnot but they did uh they put uh tons of new ways to eat explore and evolve in the game that approach the original mechanics in a new and interesting way. Um, And I know one of the, one of the missions I'm on, it's like pretty very much in the beginning. So you, you chomp onto somebody and, and and when you hold the right trigger, you know, you'll grab them and then you've got a target like the satellite. And then you use your left bumper to do a tail whip. And it basically throws the person at the satellite and you're trying to destroy it or this like radio tower. Well, there's like all these soldiers there with guns. It's like, I, I just keep getting killed. I can't, you know, I'm trying to get in there and do it. I'm really struggling with this particular mechanic and it's new. It wasn't something in the original game, but, um, I'll get it. Um, because I absolutely loved man eater. I'm so excited to see this new stuff. Um, they, so let's see, you get, um, there's a new hammerhead inspired evolution pack um, and uh, other abilities for the main shark, including radioactive blast that emerges from the shark's mouth. So that'd be pretty cool. There's a new island. Um, so that so it's a new area um, to discover. They've got um, new hidden ob- objectives and stuff um, in, in this. So there's, there's a lot of new stuff um, and, and a, objective types as well are new to the game. So uh, that in fact, that failure to communicate, that's the one I'm struggling with. And, he, and it even says in this article, are you ready to put your man eater mastery to the test? The failure to communicate and time trial have been designed to do just that. 
these two new objectives to truly challenge your ability to maneuver both in and out of combat. And I can tell you what they have, because I'm a, I'm probably going to have to get up, I'll give up on this failure to communicate and go do something else for a while. Um, because it's just like, I can't seem to get it. <laughs> I just get annihilated. But um, I'm so happy to see more of this. It's one of those games I absolutely loved. It's just so gorgeous game and it's fun to play. So check that out. Um, now, Maneater is still in Game Pass. So the ga- the main game is free. The DLC is not, but it's like $13.50 if you do have Game Pass, $15 if you don't. There's a buck and a half discount for Game Pass members. Uh, it's not a lot, but it's it's what still ten percent. So um, it's only a fifteen dollar DLC. Um, and then lastly, I did play some Psychonauts two. Um, I wasn't originally planning to, but there was like a you know Xbox rewards. There's like oh get an achievement in this game and you get oh ten points. So I'm like okay. Well then I did. I got my achievement and I was actually I kept playing. <laughs> So it's a really weird game, but, uh, I, I was kind of enjoying it. Um, never played the original. I was going to, but I think I'm going to have a really hard time playing an original Xbox game. Those are just, they're just hard for me to go back and even games that I like like. quake. They're like quake. Yes. It's really hard to play something that old for me. I just, I'm just like, I'm so used to more refined gameplay and better looking and just, ah, oh, it's tough. So, but I, I, I will be playing through a little bit more of Psychonauts 2 for sure. It is, um, it is interesting. So, but that is what I have played. Oh, and I wanted to add that, uh, I did play a little bit of, uh, Asphalt 9, which, hmm. uh, just, came out on uh, what xbox and windows i just downloaded that today yeah i I played it quite a bit on uh mobile and i'm not quite sure if it transfers okay from mobile it's just so nice to do like the mobile controls the swipes and stuff to do things yeah uh, it's a little different maybe i just need to get used to it um, I got it loaded up on the PC so you could run it like in the little window yeah. here and there during the day. But, uh, I, on mobile, it's, uh, I liked it a lot better actually than, um, oh man, what was that? Fort Forza street. Was yeah. That, uh, well, yeah, I, I like the asphalt a lot better. It's, uh, it's really well done and, um, it's, uh, no driving required. <laughs> really it's not is the best way to look at it you're you're really like doing boosts and like you're changing lanes kind of you're not really driving yeah but and it is it's a free free to play game yes um it's not a game pass i mean it's free so Mm -hmm. that's that's what that's really the main reason i check i downloaded it today because i'm like i'm curious to see what this free to play game is you know, because it's it's. I don't think we have a free to play racer, yeah, on on the platform. So I'm well, curious. Or to it's see. a street, right? That one's but that, right? but that's not on Xbox. Oh, that's yeah. on that's on mobile. That's right. That's right. Well, it's on uh, Windows too. Oh, okay. It's just not on the console. But correct. Uh, but it is an older game, so it is not new, 
right? So right. I don't think it's dated. It's really not. And it's what, maybe like two, three years old tops. But it's really well done. It's fun. Okay. So maybe both of us can check it out. You on the PC this week, and I'll check it out on the console this week. And Yeah. I, I played a little. It. What is annoying, though, is so when you run it, like the Windows version that I did, when you run it, it hooks into Xbox Live slash the network, whatever, whatever its name is this week. So it hooks right. into that. And you can't transfer any mobile like progress over. So um, I have to start Yeah, but over. you get achievements now, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I guess that's something. Not, not that you care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It ain't my thing because I get annoyed when I play a game all the way through and I get zero achievements. So I'm like, forget you achievements. I'm actually, I was noticing the other day, let me see where I'm at today. I'm closing in. I'm closing in on three hundred thousand. Oh wow! I'm, I know. Last time I looked, it was at, I was at two hundred ninety. Um, let me pull up my Xbox profile and see where I'm at right now. Two hundred ninety nine ninety one. So nine thousand nine points is what I need to hit three hundred k. Oh, wow. So. I'm on my way. Yeah, you are. So, all right. Cool. Okay. All right. So, where were we here? Um, okay, real quick. If you consume this show on any kind of podcast platform or something like that, if they have any kind of review system on there, uh, we'd really appreciate it if you. Put in a review, you know, five stars, give us highest rankings, right? Always. We, we like those, but, uh, yeah, gen- but- oh, totally. Yeah. That's a great way to support the show. It takes just a couple seconds. And, um, you know, the more reviews that you get, the more you get boosted on that platform. So helps new people find out about the show and the community and helps us grow the community. So great. And appreciate that. Yeah. And we're going to implement a new rule here too. Um, so, I mean, since the show is free, right. You know, I mean, you guys are a bunch of freeloaders, right. You get the show free. So the rule is no matter what you're listening to, when somebody asks you what you're listening to, you have to say this Xbox life podcast, even if you're listening to music or some other podcast show, I mean, that's fine. We don't care. You just got to say you're listening to this Xbox life podcast. Okay, that's the rule. Otherwise, you can't download our show anymore. We're not going to let you have it if you don't follow those rules. (laughs) It's simple. (laughs) Just got to support us. Very simple, yes. And then uh, we've also got a Facebook group, This Xbox Life, on the Facebook. Uh, If you're not a member of it, you can ask uh, to join. Just answer the two simple questions which we have in there to keep the spammers out and, uh, and we'll let you in great community on there. Great folks on there. And we'd love to have you join if you are not a member already. Uh, also we have a voicemail system on our website where you can leave us up to a 90 second recording. 
And when you do that, we will play it on the show. Like we had a couple last week that we played. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, the website is thisxboxlife.com. Or alternatively, if you want to use, I don't know, like a voice recorder or something on your phone, which is like, or your tablet, which is like super easy to do, you can record yourself on there and just email it off to contact at this Xbox Life. And uh, we can use that as well. And I don't remember if I said, yeah, I did say that it's a 90 second uh, voicemail. If yeah. you need to talk longer, just do like, do two, another one, whatever. Yeah. Couple two tree. Yeah, it will. I think it does cut you off right at 90 seconds. It's some kind of limitation of the platform. And uh, that's uh, about it. So let's get on with uh, the couple discussion topics that we've got for today. All right. So the first thing I, I just want to get your thoughts on this, Mark, is there's. Okay, so there's a lot of games out there that, you know, free to play, you know, some are, you know, pay to play, whichever way you want to look at it, that uh, they have all sorts of like cosmetics and stuff in games, right? Uh, Immediately, I think of like Apex Legends, Fortnite, um, what Destiny, there's like a ton of them, right? Where there's... I don't know, back blings, there's like weapon skins, there's uh, different character emotes. skins, emotes, all sorts, stickers, uh, there's all sorts of stuff, right? And I was starting to think about some of, some of these uh, the other day in particular, and I'll talk about that real quick before I launch into the thing that I want to talk about, Xbox related, was... Okay, so you've got a game like Fortnite, which is now, what, two seasons? Yeah, two seasons. I don't even know how many chapters, like close to 20 chapters, right? Across four years. Sure. There's so many skins. Like initially, when there's a small amount of skins, like let's say 20, it seems special, like almost to have a skin. It's like, here's the defaults right right whatever they are there's a couple of them and then you've got something different that not everybody has maybe you paid for it maybe you earned it whatever however you got it you have this thing that's different that other people look at and maybe they want maybe they envy you whatever right it just makes the experience a little more i'll air quote special uh for you now Four or five years later, Fortnite, for example, there's like hundreds of skins. Yeah. Do they even matter anymore? Do you know what I mean? It's like No, they don't. Is is I, anything I, is is are it, it does having too many of them like totally remove the uniqueness of them? Because now everybody's got a different skin in the games. Like uh, one of my favorite ones when I used to play regularly was Valor, which was like from season three or four. And wait, yeah, yeah. Chapter one, season three or four. And I would see another Valor maybe once every couple months. 
It's you never saw them because they were one of the season skins. So you and you know was never in the store to buy. Right. And that made it interesting, but there's so many skins now. You know, there's a handful that you get from every uh, uh, battle pass. Yeah. Right. And then in the store almost every day or at least probably three times a week, there's like new skins. They do recycle some of them, but there's just so many skins. I'm really thinking like the uniqueness and the specialness of it's gone. And I know with like our kids in particular, when they're like all hot and bothered about a particular skin, like a day later, they don't care about it anymore. Right. Yep. They're back to using gingy (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly or whatever like you with valor valor yeah same with Mm -hmm. me it's you know i got one that's special to me that's my demi with the blue because she she came out in a red outfit oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and that was it but there was like a blue outfit that you had to like work your butt off to get it and i i remember just grinding and i got it like right in the last like within the last week like i think i just had a day or two left of the season you know before and i got it like i mean right at the end that i was like oh my gosh i can't believe it and that's my favorite and i run i run with that character most because it was something that i didn't buy it was something i wanted and i was i was able to earn it um so to me that one is special all the rest of them are like Oh, I'll buy one. It looks cool. I might play it for a time. And then it's like, yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's, you go back to your, your, you know, and I actually have two old standbys. Uh, I use, I use Ruby, um, a lot as well. I got that one from, she was like a medic. A, I believe it was a medic, but, or maybe I just run with the medic skin on her character, but I don't know. Those two were like my favorites. And I, I, I usually just run with those. If I, if it's something else, I'm I'll play it for a couple rounds and it's like, yeah, I got to go back to the old standby. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so if we now look at like Xbox stuff, which came to my mind uh, after I saw more controllers, you know, these unique <laughs> controllers yeah. you can get. I'm starting to think it's like, are there like too many custom controllers now? But they're a little bit different, right? Because you get a controller and then you play with it every day. But at the same time, it's like, do you really look at your controller? <laughs> I look at it when I'm changing the batteries. <laughs> but otherwise, it's like, you just hold it and... You know, do you even know, you know, the the colors don't feel different on it. But the thing that I was wondering is now after all these years of different custom controllers, you know, there was like what Forza ones, there's like the different colored ones, right? Like the blue ones, the powdery ones, the ones that look uh, what translucent, like you can see through them what was that one from last week that we talked about um it was a forza F- horizon five yeah i thought there was another one well there's there was a there was like a special custom one that i really like it's got the it's a halo one with the needler 
look on it that is just I think oh think yeah that's sick that's and like now, new new yeah and I read that that one actually is coming to the elite two controller which is like oh boy might have to buy it now um but also then we've got the halo some new halo controllers and it seems like about at least once a month there's some new one that's like on the $60 regular controllers but they do something new there's several of those coming out um it happens a lot mhm so being that there's like so many of them does this fall into like the skin category or is it a little bit different just because you can't I mean, I don't think people really change out controllers, right? Like, oh, today I'll play with the Forza controller, and tomorrow you're like, oh man, I'm feeling Halo. Like, or would people? I think it's more of a collection thing. I yeah, yeah, I think think of it like people that collect like shoes, like tennis shoes. Okay, yeah, you know they they don't. I mean, some people will wear them, but I think like especially like well, I don't even want to mention the brand because I don't want to give that company any promo but you know uh i think it's a lot like sneaker collections or uh, those collection funko pops i'm sitting here staring at mine um you know we we don't use them there it's more of a collection i really think a lot of the controllers i think people like to collect the different ones and and you know maybe display them or just just have them as a collectible Mm mm-hmm because I, I mean, I've got the a uh, couple of elites, and I got my one that I did in a design lab with my name on it, and I don't even use that one. I just use my elite two, um, and I don't even like going to my elite one, but that's my backup when my elite two battery dies. <laughs> I'll grab my elite one, and it's like, oh man, I wish I had two elite twos. So you know what I was just thinking was maybe this is something uh, Democulus needs to start collecting. <laughs> he's, well he's when everything's systems. digital he yeah when everything's digital maybe he'll fall over to this yeah as long as you start collecting, collecting custom yeah. controllers yeah so or, or who knows maybe maybe they're already doing it but uh yeah i, I was just wondering like is is the uniqueness of those like waning just because there's too many of them but you know maybe you just sink you know, the cash, you get the controller, you put it on the shelf just because it looks cool, leave it in the box. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, or actually, it would be interesting, too, if people switch controllers based on the game that they play. Like, yeah, they might. Someone who's got a lot of, yeah. lot of money burning a hole in their pocket, you know, can afford to do that. Oh, let me grab my Gears controllers. I play Gears of War, or mm-hmm. I'll have to grab a Halo controller to play Halo, or, you know, the Pirates uh, uh, Sea of Thieves controller that they put out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's like I could see people you know, doing it. Just thinking about it right now, like on my Series X when I play it, I really have no idea which controller I use on it i mean i've got the oh right now i think i'm using the original elite but um while that was while that one was out of commission for a while it's like i don't know i don't even know if it was like the original xbox one controller i don't know if it was a series x controller it was just, just sort of like let me grab a controller yeah you know with whichever one's got the battery in it 
parrot and play. But I'd see for me, it's I've gotten so used to the elite two yeah. that I can tell even to me going to the, the, when I grabbed the elite one, it's a downgrade. Yeah. As, as good as that elite one was over the standard, mm-hmm. that is now in my mind, a downgrade sure. because the, the V2 is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. now you got to buy another one. Um, I, if I could get that halo one, I would, that's the needler one. Oh, I would love to get that one. And if that, if that does come out on the elite two, I will definitely do what I can to grab that. But that new master chief one that we talked about last week, um, I, I would, I would get that one too. That one looks really good, man. You're going to have quite the, uh, controller collection then. You'll have, but you I would could use have, it. You could have all of them sitting next to your Funko things. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember this. <laughs> make a yeah. make a shelf of them. So, yeah, this. Uh, wait, didn't they have this needler one like a couple weeks back? Yeah, but the or was it um, a different one? It was not. That was like on a regular on a regular series S controller. And now I, I saw an article saying that's going to be applied to the elite controller. Mm-hmm. It does look good though. I like that. Very cool. All right. Yeah. That, that's all that I had uh, on that. Uh, you, want, you want to take the next one here? Oh, I guess I will. Yeah. So I mentioned this last week, and unfortunately, Brun can't be here. He's uh, on assignment. Yeah. But um, uh, we're thinking about you, Brun. Oh, oh, oh. Brun's struggling with some. Just, you know, keep keep good thoughts going towards Brun, if you guys would. Um, so he needs your good thoughts so he can recover. Um I mentioned about, so I t- we titled the show The Dark Side of Game Pass. And, and I had this thought last week when we were discussing some things that, you know, with, with the games coming into Game Pass and we're getting a lot of amazing games that we, you know, I don't ever see a payment. Like, I, I always say it's they're free because it's just, you know, I automatically just pay my $15 a month. You know, it comes out. I don't see it. It's, you know what I mean? So it's, I don't, it's not like I'm physically buying something every month. You just kind of, you just get used to it. Um, It becomes a part of your, you know, it's just like, I think like your Netflix subscription. It's just, it's just there. You just go, oh, what's available to me today? And, and I, I, you know, I tend to think of them as, and we often say, oh, it's free in Game Pass. And, And it's not free, but we get that. I think we get that mentality. and. I wondered if having so many great games coming to us, um, like, um, so we had Outriders, we've got um, the um, uh, what is that game? The Back for Blood is a third third pub third third party publisher coming to Game Pass. We've got um, obviously Forza Horizon coming out. We've got Halo Infinite coming out. We've got all this Bethesda games and there's, there's a ton of great 
quality games in Game Pass. And then when it's time to pony up some money, I found myself even considering when I was talking about the Manhunter DLC, I was like, that was the first piece of gaming. That's the first game content I've had to pay for in a while. And I was like, 15 bucks. <laughs> so it's like, does where that would have never been a thought before game pass. It's just like, Ooh, DLC. Cool. How much? All right. 15 bucks. Here you go. Take my money. Yeah. And, and I still bought it. You know, I'm like, I really, but it was one of those like, Oh, I got to pay for this. Cause I didn't pay for the game because the game, the original game was in game pass. And I've seen people ask, do we have to pay for this? Even in the Facebook group to uh, this week, people have asked about it. Do we have to pay for it? Because you didn't have to pay for the original game. Why should I have to pay for deals? You know what I mean? So it kind of changes our thought patterns and the way we kind of, so like when a game comes in, um, what do we get? What should we get everything? Um, Microsoft first party, obviously you're, we're probably going to get everything right. But third party, no. And in a lot of ways, this is a way for them to gain an audience. And and now, so the, the, the developer of Manhunter, yeah, I never gave him any money for the game, but I bought this DLC immediately. So they did end up getting money out of me, even down the line, right? So um, I think it's a benefit there for him. But my my thought was, ooh, I got to pay for this. Um, with a game like Fireteam Aliens, that Aliens game that we talked about, I didn't even play it this week. And I was like, you know what? I paid, what, 40 bucks for that game? I think it was $40. And I was like, I'm not even I'm not even playing it. Um, you know, I I bought Diablo 2. It comes out I think the end of this month. And I was just like, am I really going to, you know, maybe I shouldn't have wasted my money on it because I really I was in the beta and there was a lot of things I really didn't care for. Um, because it is an older game. Yes, they're doing a remaster and it looks really good, but you know, the I talked about uh, in length about the menus and the inventory. It was just like, oh, this feels like such old, like an old game, which it is. So again, it's like that's something I had to pay for, and it's it's kind of making me, hmm. You know, I I see the way I'm thinking about what I'm paying for is changing, and I don't know if that's good or bad. Um. It, it, now the fact that we get the, all these games in Game Pass, is it going to? Are we? Do we feel like maybe we'll have the impression that they're not good enough, or because they're quote free, they're not good, or is it going to? Uh, and I think for me, it's the reverse, where I've had so many amazing game experiences and quality titles that I haven't had to quote pay for. That now I'm looking at games that I'm paying for very differently. And it's like, hmm, I don't know if that really was worth my money. So I kind of wonder if there is a dark side, if you will, to Game Pass in how our perceptions might change to the games that we now have to pay for. Okay. I don't know. What 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 do you think? Well, it's nice not having to buy tons of great games, <laughs> tons of great games. And so like, 
you know, you mentioned that like for game pass, you know, you pay your 15 bucks. I mean, I, I wound up prepaying like two and a half years at least. Cause I got uh, a bunch of deals. They were like 60, 70 bucks a year. Yeah. Like on uh, a black Friday or something like that. There's a couple of sales and it's like, I, I feel like I'm not paying anything for this stuff. And it's just, it's uh, the deal of the century. <laughs> if 2021 matters in the century, I guess. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, um, it definitely does change the mindset though. You know, um, I almost think it's, it's kind of weird. It feels weird to buy something just because I'm so used to playing so much game pass. Do you know, like even going, exactly. through the, even going through the motions, I'm just so used to install Look, looking through the list. Okay. You know, these five games were, I usually go in that list that shows like the most recent games, right? Yeah. And, or the most recent additions to the, to game pass. And I'll go, okay, I want this one and I want this one. <laughs> and you and know they just install yeah exactly yeah. like you're looking at you know it's just like looking in your library right of uh yep was it the to be installed or owned or whatever it's called <laughs> it's just like looking through there and it's like okay i want this one on my hard drive make it happen but uh it, it is I don't know how I feel about games leaving Game Pass. <laughs> Although a lot of them, I really don't care about them. But uh, like I was just looking at a list, like there's eight leaving in, I don't know if it's in September or like in the next week. Um, I wasn't too crazy about any of them. Like, but there's like a Red Dead uh, online that's leaving. Uh, what Company of Heroes 2 PC is leaving. And I was like, I was always thinking about trying one of those, but now it's like, um, can't try it because it's leaving. Or you can try it. Actually, here's a question for you. If you find out that there's a game that you wanted to play, but you haven't played it, and you find out it's leaving in like nine days, are you compelled to like install it and play it before it leaves? What if you don't finish? <laughs> yeah, I think it. It's, I think it would depend um, mm -hmm. what the game is. Is it something that's going to take a long time to finish? If it's something short, then I might, I might, I might do it. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, why not play it for free if, if you can't? Yeah, yeah. But there's so much, you know. There's so much out there. Why rush? Because I remember there was one game. That was like leaving soon, and I did that, and I got like halfway through the game, and then I was pissed off. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, game Game Pass is uh, it is a phenomenal deal. That's for sure. Yeah i I think it'll be interesting when something. I don't know. Is there anything that are like, are you interested in far cry six? Um, yes and no. See, I, so here, 
Okay, so this is great because you're you're on the you're on the fence, right? If it's in Game Pass, are you going to install it and play it? I will install it. I can almost guarantee. I can't guarantee I'll actually play it. <laughs> okay, but but okay, this game's I, not, I, I know, it's not going to be saying. there. So, are you going to put down the sixty bucks to download it? No. <laughs> So see, there, there, there's a whole different mindset. I mean, that's exactly kind of what I'm talking about. So just that fact, and I know you're coming from the point of you don't have a lot of time to play, and everybody's going to be very different on this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But the fact that if you don't have a lot of time, it's easy to put a Game Pass game on because if you don't get to it or whatever, it doesn't matter. You you didn't you didn't pay for it. It was quote free, <laughs> you know. Um. Whereas Far Cry Six is like, okay, I, I'm thinking the same thing. I've I've played every other Far Cry game, but I know that this is going to be the same thing I've played in Far Cry four, five, three, four, and five. It's just in Primal. It's just going to be reskinned again. It's but you know that that's what they've done. I've enjoyed them, but they get it's just like the same thing. And so I don't at this point. Why am I going to pay sixty bucks for that? When I've got Forza coming out, which, and I'll be honest, Forza five, I don't, I, I wouldn't pay for it at this point. I, it's a good thing. It's coming on game pass because I never even finished Forza four because, or Forza horizon four, because I got, it's like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as the far cry. It's just reskinned. Yeah. You're in a different place. You're still driving basically the same cars, doing the same types of things. They add a few things, but when it comes down to it, it still does very much the same games. And and I can't, it doesn't hold my interest as long as the original first and second game did. You know, Forza Horizon 3 and 4 were just like, ugh, you know. 4 felt like a chore for me. Okay. It's like I felt like I had to play it, you know. Um, and, and I'm not trying to, it's nothing bad about the game. No, no, it's just, it's just, it's the same thing. So, and, and I know I wouldn't play Forza Horizon five. I wouldn't pay 60 bucks for it. Not that it doesn't warrant it. It's just, I think I'm tired of it, but because it's in game pass, I've already got it pre-installed. I'll play it day one. You know what I mean? Because it's at no cost to me. So it really changes the, the perception of what I'm willing to install now Um, and games that I've been a fan of that I still have to pay for. Now it's like, well, I don't, I, you know, I start looking back. Well, the last one was okay, but I got bored with it because it felt like this, the the fourth time I've played the game and I don't want to play Far Cry for the fifth time, just with a different storyline and a different skin. So I don't, you know, and and I and because of Game Pass, that's really made a bigger impact on my decisions. You know, um, oh, yeah. because when when uh, that comes out, I'm like, well, I've got Forza Five, I got Halo Infinite, I have Back for Blood, I've got all these other things coming out in Game Pass. Like, there's like a big title every month. We were mapping this out before. And it's like, there's too much there for me to play that. And I can save my money on something that I'm really not sure if I want to play again. So it, it, I think it would be interesting to see 
how the game sells on like the Xbox platform. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. will far cry six and I can't, you can't, you, and it's gotta be something like a third party. That's not in game pass. Will that game sell as well on Xbox compared to say PlayStation where they don't have this, you know, they're, they're still in the fact they're in the mentality of let's pay $70 for the games. We're yeah. an Xbox. We're like, why should I pay anything? Let me just boot up game pass. I'll pay something, play something from there. You know, it's a complete, mm-hmm. like these two, these two consoles are becoming like so different because of game pass. It, it It's a really, it's a really different world for both of these two gaming communities. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I would really be really would love to hear from the community on this. I would love to hear people's thoughts, voicemails, emails, um, maybe I'll put up something in our Facebook group. That's usually the best way to get a response. Um, I'll, I'll put in something, uh, or maybe when we post the show tonight, I'll, you know, post something in this episode on this topic. I really want to know what other people think if, if any, if game pass and I, and I'm looking for people who are, are, are game pass subscribers that that's what I'm really referring to. So if you've subscribed to game pass for a while now, you know, maybe you've been there since the start or you had it for at least a year. Has it changed your mindset on paying for games? Do you think that paying for something means better quality than getting it, quote, in Game Pass? Or, and I don't think a lot of people are going to say that because we've seen such amazing games in Game Pass. But yeah. again, when you get the idea of, of something being, quote, free, yeah, then you pay for. That, that, yeah, exactly. So that could send some people's mindset to be like, well, if I pay $60, $70 for a game, it's going to be better than getting it in Game Pass. You know? So again, it's it's how people's minds are thinking, what what it's doing to them. And maybe there's people like, I still buy what I want and I, you know, I'm saving money because of this. And, you know, I'm just curious what others are thinking. All right, and that's out to you too, Bron. We want to see you respond in the in the Facebook group on this question, on a full write up essay, oh, if you will. Right. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we move on? No, I want to talk about uh, a rant that you might have. Today on this Xbox Live. some major strife yeah man's got 709 today is just the start get ready for this round okay so i talked about this last week um actually i think bro and i had a pretty good discussion about it but i had a thought this week and i'm not sure why i didn't picked this up last week when we were talking about it, but I'd mentioned how the Halo Infinite is coming out on the 8th of December and that they said that the campaign is not going to contain co-op at release. And I guess they're expecting it in February. They're, 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 I guess that's the target date to add in co campaign co-op. And 
I was talking last time about, well, it's always had it. And, you know, Brun said, well, the original Halo had it if you would, you know, couch co-op, if you would, you know, they had it that way. Or you had to, you know, because it was before Xbox Live, you had to network your consoles and then you could do it. Um, But, you know, Halo 2 had it. That was uh, Xbox Live and you could do it that way. And it and it there's been either a two player, four player, two or four player co campaign co-op in Halo since. And you know what struck me this week was wait a minute. This game was due out last year. And then they scrapped it and delayed it a year because of, you know, complaints and things they got from E3 last year. You know, and so they've kind of redone a bunch of stuff. And 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 it's like, so does that mean that we weren't going to get it then either? And it would have taken over a year to get. I mean, you had an extra year. To refine the game and you're still telling us like co-op and, of course, Forge is not there either. How can this stuff be missing out the gate? when you had an extra year uh, to do polish. I, I It just, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, I, I'm a little frustrated because like my daughters and I are going to want to play this co-op. And now it's like, well, we don't know when we're going to get to, you know, they're saying it, it, you know, maybe February. Who knows? You know, things can always change. And then we might say, no, we're not going to put it in at all. And it's, it's just like it's always been there. It's expected. And to not have that feature when it releases just seems kind of wrong to me. I, I don't. How did you design the campaign without with that missing from the get go? Um, that that tells me that the co-op's an afterthought and that they're not. And I just that makes me kind of worried for what that camp that campaign co-op experience is going to be like. Now, I, I, I have trust in 343, but. Again, when a game has something in all these different versions, we're getting Halo's essentially six, but really it's like Halo eight. So we had ODST and Reach as well. Right. Yep. You know, this is like the eighth iteration of a Halo store of a Halo game, and you're taking something out that's been there from the beginning. I I don't like that. And I I, I think it's kind of to try to say, well, we'll get it in later. A lot of people play it that way. Um, I don't like that. Um, is it going to cause me not to get the game? No, of course not, because it's it's free. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to play it. But I'm, I don't really want to go through the campaign by myself. I guess I will, and I'll have to, and then I'll play it again when, when you know, when my daughter, her and I will probably play it again later, but I don't know if I'm going to want to because I'll have just done it. Like right now, it's fun to go back through all this stuff because I don't remember these. And it's it's interesting. There's certain parts of the campaign, even today when we were playing, there was certain part. And it was like, hey, uh, I remember this. You know, I'm thinking, I remember this mission. I remember doing this. And it was kind of exciting because it was like, I'm back doing it again. And I'm, But it was so long ago that it's, I just kind of remember it. Um, and then the next thing you know, it's like, I don't ever remember fighting two uh, uh, scarabs like this. I don't remember that battle. And we did that tonight. I uh, had to take on two scarabs at once. That was fun. <laughs> um, but it's like, 
it's it's just interesting but i just feel like this is missing and it's like they're they're taking something out or not incorporating something right off the bat that that should be there um and i don't so i don't know you had all this extra time there shouldn't be stuff missing on day one and i think this is a would would you rather wait another year no no i you can't and i don't think that's fair because this game was going to come out last year and now it's like they delayed it a year and there's still going to be stuff missing like they've been working on this for a long time you know it's just why are you why is it not why is it shipping incomplete to me this is shipping incomplete that's the problem. And I don't like these games doing that. It's like, you know, they got to the point. I mean, games would come out and they would, I mean, think back to the old days. You get a game, it worked, right? Yeah. Then it was, there, okay. There, in the old, old days, there was no updating games. <laughs> there was no update. It had to work. Everything had to Set work. Cartridge, yeah. Right. And it always worked. Granted, it, it's different. I know there's a lot more involved, but yeah. the point is, you. Back in the day, you bought a product, you took it home, you plugged it in, literally, and it would work. There was no updates, nothing ever needed to be changed, nothing needed to be fixed. It worked. Then you came in to, oh, well, now we can deliver updates, you know, so then games started getting patches or updates, if you will, right? Then it was like, now every game, based on just about every game, gets a day one patch, because what they put on the disc or what their gold release is, which is their retail final retail release, is they, they put it there knowing it's all right, it's all it's broke. It's incomplete. They have to have a day one patch to fix stuff. Now, don't get it wrong. I mean, I'm glad that we have the ability to fix things, but now it it seems to me like well, let's just put it out, Cyberpunk 2077, <sighs> even though we know we've been working on it for seven years and it still doesn't work on our, it doesn't work hardly at all on the console it was designed to. Let's just put it out to get our money. Okay. And hey, real quick, do you know if that game is like fixed by now? Or is I saw something today. There's been a couple patches, but I saw something today that was saying that the X, the series version, the one that's truly for series S and X won't be out until sometime next year. So maybe well, that game will be worth getting in a year or two. We already forgot about it. So yeah, I have no, I it's gone. It's like, nope, nope. I, you're not going to get money from me. You, you really hosed over your customers. So, but now it's like, okay, well, I think they're just continuing to push that further. And this isn't a knock at Microsoft. It is partially because it's your game. It's just your flagship. This thing should be polished, refined, perfect on day one. Period. This is your shiny penny. Okay. This is what everybody on Xbox world is waiting on. And you're going to now, not only are we going to have to have a patch one on day one, to fix the 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 gold version that's already broke, then you're going to say, "Well, we're not even going to have features in there that the can't the community has had for years." 
and have enjoyed for years. We'll get them in a couple more months. We gave you a year. You had a year. You took an extra year and you still can't get it. So it's like, what's, I mean, what's next at some point, you know, you're now releasing a broken game that has to be patched on day one and doesn't even contain the standard game components that have been there for years in, you know, five plus previous versions. Now there's stuff missing and you're going to wait longer to get that. That to me is going down the wrong path. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I don't think any developer should be pushing a game out. That's not complete. I'm not talking DLC. I don't care. You can work on DLC. You, you know, and the whole people saying, oh, well, you're keeping content out just to sell it to me later. If you've got a nice, fat, meaty game, you know, if you're if you're cutting out half a campaign to sell it to me later as DLC, well, then that's garbage. OK, give me your story and have more to sell me later. I'll buy it if it's good. But don't take stuff out. And say I might get it in a couple of months, then why would I bother getting this on day one? So if I was paying for this, say it wasn't a game pass, then there would be no need for me to buy this game on day on day one because I can't play co-op with my daughter until maybe February of next year. Then I might as well wait. But then you're behind if you want yeah. to do the multiplayer. You know, it's just like it's just not fair to the consumer to put someone in that position where it's like, well, what do I do? Because I can't play the game I want to. I can't play the game the way I've always played this game. This time I can't do it. When it's released, I'm going to have to wait even longer. That's my complaint. That's my rant. That's what I think is unfair. That's what I don't like. And it just seems, again, you look at where we used to be. You bought a game. It worked. Now we're, well, we're going to give you a patch on day one, hopefully. Sometimes it's after day three after the yeah day three day seven sometimes it's two weeks four weeks like i mean outriders had to you know they got their stuff fixed that game is amazing now but you know you shouldn't have we as consumers shouldn't be buying something that is broken it's and why in the computer industry the video game industry it's okay so when say the new top gun movie comes out you you go get it digitally, right? What if it? What if halfway through it just stopped working, and they're like, "Oh well, we'll the second half of the movie's coming out in six months. You can get it then, right? Or even two months. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can have the rest of the the movie in two months. People would go ape. Like you can't. You have to put out a complete product. And but the video game world gets away with it constantly. Yeah. It's and I, almost I, the way of business, right? It is. So we'll just push it out. We'll patch it eventually. No one, no one cares that the consumer is buying a broke product. And we, as consumers, continue to buy these broke products. And I don't know why. It's not right. And it's in, you look at the history of where it's going. This, this is We're going down the wrong path. Developers are going down the wrong path. It's not a customer friendly customer focused path they might want to spin it that way because like what you said rob well we want to give you the game now uh we don't want to delay it any further to give you the co-op campaign 
well, you should have built your campaign with co-op in mind like the previous seven games. It shouldn't be an afterthought. If it's an afterthought, that tells me it's not going to maybe work very well because you didn't think it through to begin with. You had it as a solo gameplay. And, you know, so anyways, enough. I've said my piece. That ends my rant. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm throwing it over to Rob. Okay, Rob, Rob, Rob. What you got? Retail releases for the week of August 30th through September 3rd. Uh, let's, uh, let's roll through uh, four each. How about that? We've been doing that for a while. Let's stick with it. Uh, so first up on the 31st, we had a release of Guts and Goals. Um, it's just uh, a funky version of soccer, I guess. 30 unique heroes and play soccer like never before. Uh, what? It almost looks like they got bats in their hands. Like Yeah, it does. Like soccer and cricket or something? Cricket, yeah. Then we have Kiwi. That's K-E-Y-W-E. Not like the Australian. Not like the, the fruit. fruit. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is a co-op postal puzzle game where uh, two small kiwi birds are involved and these are that is kiwi spelled like the fruit by the way right and uh lamentum on the 31st it's a pixel art survival horror game and monster harvest this looks very much like that stardew valley just like first impression just by looking at it but it's a monster collecting and farming action rpg with a twist right of course it's got to have a twist i'm just really surprised that there isn't like um oh what's what's that one phrase that they love to use lately yes it doesn't have roguelike in here at all but uh maybe it does in other material i think it's funny a monster collecting and farming action rpg with a twist that sentence alone is like, there is so much happening in there. <laughs> yeah. How did any of that ever get mashed into each other? That's just. See, cause, cause you get to grow, collect and mutate your crops and then take your crops into battle. So it's like you grow plants and you turn them into monsters or something and then use them to fight. I don't know, but it's got farming. It's got crafting. It's got exploring. It's got battling. And it's got me moving on to the next thing. Um, You're all up. right. Song of Iron, August 31st, Xbox One X Enhanced. Um, doing on, also on the 31st, the big con optimized for. Wait, is that X&S. Song of Iron? Is that that one game that's like uh, inside? Is that the one? No. Um, I don't know. I, I do believe I've heard about this from another show I listened to where I guess this is developed by one person. So, and it's supposed to be pretty good. Okay. So, guy's got like a flaming axe, though, or something. So, or flaming sword. No, an axe. Yeah. So, 
Um, but then the big con, um, this one is, uh, says hustle your way across nineties America as a runaway teen con artist. So then we've got, uh, alveoli on September 1st. I do not know what I'm looking at. It just says a minimalistic puzzle where the player must understand how to run. I, I don't even know what it is I'm looking at. It's a guy in a hamster wheel, but then there's all these other weird things. It's black and white. All these little weird things around it, like a dinosaur, like a pair of glasses. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and then uh, Galaxy Squad on September 1st. This is uh, combines node-based exploration with random events with hardcore tactical battles. Um, all your characters are generally randomly generated, and you can evolve them how you want, creating your ultimate crew. All right, then on September 1st, we had Lake. Uh, this is about some lady that's like a male person or something. If I remember right. Um, yeah, I don't know about that one. Rava and the Cyclops Curse. I was just, I, I scrolled off of this briefly and then I had to look back at it just to see if it was enhanced for any system. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah. For the NES, maybe. Yeah, my, my first shot was like I was thinking Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Maybe even think like Commodore sixty four, all the way back then. So uh, yeah, you basically need to uh, save somebody and restore the homeland, and then Kitaria Fables, September second, optimized for Series X and S. I guess this looks kind of nice. I think. I don't know how it would look on a big screen, but this is like that's like a cleaner, more modern version of the other yeah. farming monster game we just saw. <laughs> yeah, this one is a delightfully cute action adventure RPG with farming and crafting, <laughs> but no mutating. Yeah, is that four? Did I do four? Nope, you got one more. One more. Okay. Oh, yay! I get this one. Surgeon Simulator. So if the what PC building simulator, car mechanic simulator, and uh etc. are not enough for you. You have Surgeon Simulator optimized for Series X and a smart delivery, and it's in Game Pass, so it's uh, free to you uh for the moment until it's not. Uh so here you get to solo play or play up to four people in a physics-based surgery simulation with ludicrous competitive and co-op players. Is this like where like you grab somebody's heart and you can't really hold on to it, then you wind up throwing it across the room and then like everybody laughs because it's I, funny. I don't know. You're this knocking lady over the tables. Looks like she's hammering his heart out of his chest. Yeah. And then the guy behind him's holding a, a piston. Or a shock. Yeah, it looks like a shock. Like <laughs> and then car shock. Uh, yeah, like a car shock. Like yeah. yeah. I it I don't get this screenshot even. I don't want to be that dude on the bench though. No. Yeah. So it's like a silly surgeon game, looks like. And they don't even have gloves on or masks. What the heck? And that one dude's in there in a suit and this other lady's in there in like a band uniform. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, it is, yeah. All right. 
Weapon of Choice DX, also on September 2nd, enhanced for uh, Xbox One X enhanced. And then uh, Yuani on September 2nd, optimized for Xbox Series XS. Um, then we've got Big Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions on September 3rd. Um, this is, uh, you can fight as 20 iconic characters from the Creed and Rocky movies. So, so uh, boxing. And that's the last one on the list for this week. No, the last thing on the list is thanks to learned your lesson for the music. Now it is complete. That is the last thing on the list. <laughs> and that's All it right. for episode 623. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else, Mark? I'm good. We close it out. All right. So I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. I'm Mark, aka Wingman709, taking off.